Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Kevin Holden from CBS 58 now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Kevin, how you doing? Man, I'm doing great. It's Friday. Happy to be here. Happy to be talking sports. Uh, not thrilled about the flurries, but real happy I slept through that. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to know that when I'm up really uh, getting my day going, that you're still snoozing and, and, and taking it easy. So I, I appreciate that. Hey, Kevin, uh, let's start first and foremost with I, I got to ask you about the baseball season because I, I walk off Homer last night that was gawked at by the Houston Astros. Uh, I I just have become a hater of the Astros. I, I just want to see them go by the wayside, but they have battled back. And give me your thoughts on the postseason so far. It's I, I tell you, it's I've had a chance to watch a lot of these games uh, this week in a little greater detail, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. I, the the uh, small versus big matchup in baseball is uh, is a pretty cool thing. I mean, the Dodgers are the you know the big market team. And the Braves are this, uh, you know, they're, they're, Atlanta's not really a small market, but in baseball terms, it's not quite the same. And, you know, it's been 20 years for them since they've been to a World Series. That's been fun. I think the other half is uh, this Astros-Rays series is turning out to be really interesting because the Rays get a 3 nothing lead, scrappy bunch, bunch of guys you got to look up in a program, and all of a sudden, man, here come the Astros. And the thing is, as bad as their regular season was, and as bad as the whole thing surrounding the controversy, the you know the cheating scandal and all that stuff is, they do have postseason experience. They have done things on a postseason stage, and they're showing that now. And if I'm the Rays, I'm a little nervous. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm with you. The fan in me absolutely wants Tampa Bay in the World Series, but the Astros are the kind of team that could get hot and win two more games and come back from 3-0 and win the series. Don't want it to happen. Little worried it might. I uh, I've enjoyed the baseball postseason. I really I'm astonished that the Braves have been that dominant. I don't think I saw that coming uh, against this team uh, of the LA Dodgers. I thought the Dodgers were just going to kind of roll into a World Series. Uh, are you a little bit surprised that the Dodgers have not been able to kind of kind of gather themselves as still that best team in baseball? Hundred percent. I thought the Dodgers would have a chance to cakewalk through the National League because the Dodgers, I mean, it's only 60 games, but the sample that we saw from them in 60 games to me was one of the best teams I've seen assembled. I mean, uh, you know, you're, you're thinking about in the last, I don't know, 30 to 40 years, you're talking about some of those Yankees teams, the 2001 Mariners that won 116 games, uh, the 86 Mets, if you go way, way back. I mean, the, the Dodgers are so strong top to bottom, and they have so so much pitching 
that uh, I wasn't sure a National League team could hold up to them. And uh, the Braves have gotten hot in the postseason. They've been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I, you have a chance today, and it's kind of fun because it's a Friday and it doesn't impede on your football weekend, but you have a chance today to see both of those series closed out. If the Braves and Rays win today, both of those series end with winners, and I think it would be kind of fun. I think it would be a fun baseball day if you could see you know, two dog piles today and uh, then baseball could kind of lead the weekend to the, to the uh, football folks. Uh, I want to get back into football, and uh, I have trepidation about this game. I, I Just coming off of a bye week, they were so rhythmic. They were so in a flow. Sometimes getting rest and getting healthy is not the best thing because your flow is interrupted. In the meantime, Tom Brady loses to the Bears, forgets how many downs it is. He's publicly humiliated. People are questioning him, calling it a senior moment. He's an old man. All of those things begin to stir up in my head and think to myself, uh, maybe the Packers uh, are – should be considered a little bit more of an underdog coming into this game. And, you know, there's also a level of overconfidence, I think, with a lot of people right now regarding the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, that's zero in the in the loss column. And, and we've seen seasons like this before. I remember four or five years before when the Packers were 6-0 and with the bye, and people were talking about a repeat of 2011. And while I think this Packers team is extremely good and I think they've got a good balance to them, I don't see a zero in the loss column happening forever. Uh, and, and like you say, you get Brady fired up. You get Brady uh, with a chip on his shoulder. It's it's not quite Rodgers level with a chip on his shoulder, but to me it's close, and that's a home game, and you're starting to see a little bit of a return to normal. You're starting to see some fans, you know, that'll be coming back in the stands and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, this is a game you get nervous about just a little bit. I'm not sure the Packers come back from this, uh, you know, they're going to Tampa and Houston. I'm not sure they're still undefeated when they get back here to face the Vikings November 1st. And uh, this would seem like a game, like a matchup they could be in trouble with. Because, you know, Tom Brady's got something to prove for the first time in forever. He wants to show that he and his group are among the best in the conference. No better way to do it than in a game where you have the entire time slot on Fox to yourself. There's no other game Mm -hmm. to compete with them. They will be all over the country Sunday. So that's huge. Uh, tell me what you think the Packers need to do to win this ballgame. You, you've got to – I mean, it does start, obviously, with uh, with containment of, of Brady and the weapons that he has uh, in the passing game. I mean, that's that's still, to me, the, the number one thing. They, you know, the, uh, I think the Buccaneers do a pretty similar thing to the Packers without the same sort of talent in the run game that the Packers have that may be the difference between the franchises right now. So your corners are going to play a huge role. Your secondary will play a huge role. Uh, and then, you know, from there it's an establishment. And if you get a lead, uh, you know, it's it's time to, to let Aaron Jones do what Aaron Jones did the last time they met. I know it was his only carry in the game when he scored the touchdown uh, in overtime uh, to, to get the win. But I, I think you rely a little heavier on Aaron Jones in the second half of a game like this because I am guessing – and. Uh, Admittedly, I'm, I'm looking this up as we go. But uh, I'm guessing that uh, they don't have flurries in Tampa right now. Yeah, no. it's 84 right now. It's going to be 87 on Sunday. So it's for, for what we're dealing with the rest of the world weather-wise, this will be kind of an extreme temperature game. There will be some heat involved here. Uh, the uh, the Green Bay Packers, defensively speaking, uh, now they're trying to get Leonard Fournette back. They're trying to get a run game. 
they're trying to be balanced. Uh, I know Bruce Arians talking about being balanced and such. Um, getting Kenny Clark back, look, I think some guys have performed admirably. Uh, I really like some of the young guys, some of the guys that didn't have names coming into this season suddenly stepping up. Do you feel better about run defense for the Green Bay Packers? Quite a bit. I, honestly, we've done this this dance for several years where we've talked about if the Packers could develop someone at this position, that position, if they could find the edge rusher, if they could find the help along the defensive line. And that help over the last couple of years has started to really form and come together. It, it was it was Dean Lowry, it was Kenny Clark, it was the Smith brothers when they came on board and the stability that they've given you on either side. Uh, that has all gelled together for me to, to mean that the Packers don't get gassed the way they used to. I know it still has happened, you know, at spots here and there. But over the course of 16 games in a full season, I don't feel like they get gassed nearly as much as they did a few years ago. I mean, you could go way back to, like, the Brad Jones era where every time a running back had the ball, you start to, like, you know, choke on your beer. Uh, that's not. It makes me feel that this team, if they can – I don't know, be upper third at stopping the run. That's that to me, if they're top ten in stopping the run, that's that's gonna be a special season for this Packers team and they have the the personnel I think to get there. Uh, I had said that you got to get hits on the quarterback and rattle the quarterback a little bit. I think if they get to him a couple of times with sacks and maybe four pressures or more, that it just in that alone, they'll win this ball game. Uh, now, obviously, turnovers have something to do with it and all that kind of stuff, but uh, I really feel that if they do that and continue to spread the ball around offensively, I think defensively they're going to be just fine and they can win this game. Do you agree? Yeah, they, the, the thing about facing Brady – in the year 2020 is there are hints of normalcy in this man. I mean, it's, you know, this is not Brady of, of five years ago or 10 years ago. There's there, there are little bits, little hints of, uh, of mortality in this guy. And it's um, for the Packers. I think they can take advantage of that. And as you say, if you get those hits early in a game, if you force Brady into some things during the game, it's a little different. I don't know if it's the you know the jersey, the the change from blue to red in the jersey, or what it is, but uh, you know it's it's just not quite the same guy. He's still a guy you fear. He's still a guy that's going to win a lot of football games, but he is a guy that you can get to, and uh, I think that should be a focus early on in the game. I think if they can do that in the you know the first quarter, first half of this game, they can help set a tone. Good stuff as always, my friend. Take care. We'll uh, talk again next week. Okay. You got it. Can't wait for another Friday, and uh, yeah, but keep these flurries out, man. I'll have a talk with Drew. By the way, that guy has been sending me nothing but Wilford Brimley quotes for the last week. <laughs> to eat my oatmeal. He, 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 he doesn't even send text messages anymore. It's audio messages, and he's screaming into the phone for me to eat my oatmeal. So I need to. Find oh my God, Wilford Brimley quotes. That is the best. Tell Drew we said hi as well. I, uh, I'll tell him to avoid the diabetes. <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you later. Oh, my God. Wilford Brimley. Oh, my goodness. Got a Wilford Brimley drop in here uh, today.
Uh, that's Kevin Holden from CBS 58 joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80 plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.